0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of We Don't Know Them, a podcast where we answer your questions and give some
1: advice. I'm Tia. And I'm Maddie. And um, today has been another rough day for Tia, I it's think. Terrible. so. The bad luck continues. Yeah, so I feel like we keep doing these on maybe not the best days, but it also, I think, is something good for us to do.
0: I think that it just shows my commitment to you guys. <laughs> um, so you're welcome the things Tia does for Honestly. for you. Can't take care of myself, but I'll try and take care of everyone around
1: me. Honestly, but I feel like it kind of, like, makes me feel a bit better to do it. I feel like I've said that every every episode, but I love it. I love doing it. <laughs> Let me help you. Yeah, it's
0: not bad. Like, at least I'm not working today, so I have to bring Winston to the vet. Poor Winston, he's having a procedure That will determine whether or not he has cancer. So everyone, think about poor little Winston boy, and I will post pictures on Instagram of him with his little cone head when he gets home.
1: Yeah, and I feel like hopefully by the next time that we record an episode, we'll have the results. I hope so. Like, it could take take five to seven business days, which does suck. Of course, they have to send it off, so, like, it's understandable, but... It's it's like the most anxious part is waiting for the results. Yeah,
0: honestly, and I feel like if <laughs> I feel like I've been hounding the vet so much though, like on a plus, <laughs> that the second they get his results, they're gonna be, like, can you call this bitch, please? Yeah. So. Please, we want to
1: stop hearing from so, her.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully it goes well, or else they'll be hearing from me a lot more. Yes.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> so everyone, keep your fingers crossed for little Linny. Yeah. He's only two, so.
0: Not even. He's so young. Oh baby.
1: So, I'm sure he's probably loving all the attention right now, though. Oh. and he's gonna love how much attention he's gonna get from you being oh, anxious. Yeah. And he's and a slut up. for
0: attention. <laughs> I, I was saying, like, I feel like they hold him hostage at the vet because he's so lovable. Yeah, that
1: they keep him longer, and then yeah. like, last minute, like, okay, I guess okay, we call we're closing in 10
0: minutes. We should tell her to come get her cat. <laughs> yeah. He is just so cute. He's just the sweetest boy. He is cute. Okay, well, enough about my shitty life.
1: So. <laughs> Let's hear about yours. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: <laughs> are we? I don't know. Okay. So yeah, question number one. Me and my boyfriend had been together for almost four months now. Recently we fell into a rough patch where we'd argue almost every day and it was mostly because I was severely depressed. However, we managed to get out of that spot and are very happy now. I just found out that he'd been lying and telling me that I was his first girlfriend, but he revealed to me yesterday he had was previously in a relationship and she had cheated. I don't know why this, but this really bothers me. I cannot speak today. <laughs> um, I, I don't know whether it's just me being jealous like always or whether it's because he lied. Advice would be helpful, please.
1: Um, I feel like there's like two parts to this question too. The first part, um, where, you know, you, you had this rough patch in your relationship. In I the think first
0: four months. The first
1: four months, maybe not the best, but I can relate. Like I had some, some rough patches at the beginning of my relationship too because of my depression as well like I hadn't been diagnosed with my mental health disorder yet um and I think that definitely was like wearing on the relationship and just suck that it's in the first four months which are usually like before the relationship's even super serious but you
0: know what at the same time like that's a good way like not to test him but just to like see how he reacts because like depression's not something that's just gonna like go away like I feel like that's something that's pretty much like always gonna be in your life like at certain times or maybe all the time yeah so I feel like if he's proven that he's willing to like work through that with you now then that speaks volumes to like his commitment to the relationship
1: yeah so that's definitely a good a good sign because he could have been like fuck
0: this like I feel like some guys are like whoop
1: yeah. Don't want to get involved in that. Especially in the first four months, because that's the time that he, like, that's the time that he can, like, back out almost. Yeah, <laughs> It sounds exactly. terrible, but that's, so that's a good point then, that that first bit, you you know, you work through a rough patch and you guys are better. But I don't think that it's something that should bother you too much. Like, yeah, it sucks that he was lying about a previous relationship, But if he was cheated on, like, it may just be something that he's still a little hurt about and not the most comfortable. And you've only been dating for four months, okay?
0: Yeah, like, maybe it just hasn't come up. Like, that's kind of awkward to, like, talk about. Especially because, like, normally you don't talk about your past relationships in your newer relationships. Yeah. Like, I just feel like that's awkward. And, like, just because he didn't mention it to you and, like, maybe he is still bothered by it, that doesn't mean that he's still, like... Wants to be with that person. Like, I feel like cheating is something that, like, affects people so deeply. Like, it's mm-hmm. hard to, like, not let that follow you. Yeah. So, I would not say, like, I don't think that you should blame yourself for, like, being jealous. Like, you said jealous, like, always. Like, yeah. I think it's fair to be like, oh, like, I don't really understand why he lied to me. But I think that you should just focus on the fact that he's telling you the truth right now.
1: Um, yeah. I think you just have to discuss with him maybe that him lying to you didn't make you feel super comfortable but like you you just kind of I guess need to to ask him if if maybe it was just because it hurt him a lot and he's still maybe recovering from that situation and maybe give him like the benefit of the doubt a little bit
0: yeah and like I understand because like I hate being lied to as well Mm -hmm. um but as long as it's not a pattern like this is something that like you said, like, it's pretty emotional, like, maybe he was hurt by it, and that's why, like, if he's lying to you about other things, and it is a pattern, that's a whole different story, but I mean, from what it sounds like, that doesn't seem to be the case, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, you guys had that rough patch, and he stuck with you there, so. Yeah. I feel like.
0: I'm curious to know, like, why it was a rough patch, though, like, was he, like, feeling a certain way about, like, your behavior, like, because you were depressed, like, because I know, like, for me, like, I'm not talkative. I don't want to, like, reach out. I don't want to have conversations. I don't want to see anyone. And I feel like sometimes the people in my life, like, get annoyed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're like, well, you don't want to see me. And I'm like, it's, I don't want to see anyone.
1: Yeah. My rough patch with, with my boyfriend, I guess I can speak with some experience, but um, was because I was going through, like, a cycle, right? Mm-hmm. I was going, like, with my um, where I was going to a low. And it was, like, for me, I... I can still laugh and have fun but it's like once that stops my thoughts kind of like come in so Matt and I would have this like um sorry if I'm using your name and you're not comfortable Matt. um <laughs> would have this like we'd have this great day and it would be fine and we'd go downstairs and I would be in tears and we were like living together for a couple of weeks there at the beginning of COVID and I would just be breaking down and upset and he like didn't know what to do and he said like it got to the point where it was, like, mentally exhausting for him because he never knew, like, if he was doing something wrong, what was going wrong, like, he would think we were having these good days and then was just, like, destroyed and, like, he didn't know. And I think at that point, it was just too much for him. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that was kind of our rough patch.
0: But But. I like the fact that he was able to communicate that with you. Like, the fact that you guys can have an open discussion about that can be really helpful.
1: Yeah. But for us, I think it did take a breakup for that. We broke up because of it. And when we got back together and I had, like, a diagnosis and then it was, like, a more of a discussion. And it has made us stronger. I think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes working through that, like you said, with the him sticking with you for the first four months, like, that can make you stronger and yeah. more secure in your relationship as well, knowing that, like, he can handle it.
0: Yeah, I guess your ultimate question, like, should you be bothered? I mean, I'm never going to tell you, no, that's ridiculous. Don't be upset. Yeah. Like, your feelings are valid. Whatever you're feeling... Is valid and you're allowed to feel that way. Um, so I would say make sure that you know that. But I, as far as, like, a jealousy aspect, like, I wouldn't worry too much about why he lied to you, you know? Like, I don't think he lied to you to hurt you or because he's still in love with his ex. Like, I just don't think that it's something that you need to, like, be concerned about.
1: No, I definitely... I definitely think if, if you are worried about it too, just have the discussion with him. Like, be very open and yeah, honest and Exactly. have the discussion. Agreed. Next question. How to be civil casual with someone you no longer wish to talk to or be friends with anymore? Not sure if this is possible, but I no longer want to talk to or be friends with someone, but I don't want to be their enemy. What can I do or how can I do this?
0: Um, I do this all the time. <laughs> like, not, like, not all the time. But I think it's just easy to, like, kind of pull away. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have to have this big blow-up fight. Like you said, like, you don't want to be their enemy, but you don't want to be their friend. Like, that's fine. Like, I've gotten to the point where sometimes I realize, you know, like, it's not like I hate this person. Mm -hmm. I just don't necessarily, like, want to hang out with them. And so I would just say, like, slowly
1: fade away. I have done this as well, like somewhat recently with um my one friend. Oh yeah. And I did the bad um thing, I guess, of just like cold turkey, just stopped responding to her messages and I tried at one point to say like, you know, she had messaged me saying we hadn't talked much and I said, like, you know, sometimes friends like you don't talk to them all the time. Like T and I. Yeah. When we were living, like I was in Barrie and she was in Toronto, like we wouldn't talk for like months and then all of a sudden we catch up and it was like fine. It was like nothing had like changed. Like no time had passed.
0: Well, like we're but, adults now. Like we're busy. Yeah. Like I hate when people text you and then get mad when you don't text back right away. I'm like, I have a job.
1: Exactly. And that's when I told her this, she goes, well, that's not us. And I said, excuse me? <laughs> 100% is me. Thank we you. We have to talk every
0: single day. <laughs>
1: like I will not, accept nothing less. We're not dating. I don't need to talk to you every single day. Like it's really fine. Um, but yeah, I did like the cold turkey kind of (laughs) cut her off and just stopped responding. But it was because like, I realized that she wasn't, I didn't hate her. It just like came to a point where she was kind of immature and I wasn't really into the the friendship anymore. And I didn't see the need to be in it because I don't think it was benefiting me in any way. So I feel like just do what's best for you. Maybe try and be a bit nicer than I was because I never gave her an answer. And I feel like that was kind of mean of me.
0: But it's kind of hard, especially if you're, like, coming from the stance that, like, you don't want to be your friend, but you don't want to be their enemy, because I don't know anyone that would take (laughs) a comment like that and, like, not take it personal. Like, if someone said to me, like, you know what? Like, I don't hate you. I just don't want to
1: be your friend. I would be like... Excuse me? Like, I just, I'm okay with never speaking to you again. It's been nice. I really don't hate you,
0: but I wish you well, and don't ever contact me again.
1: If I see you again, I will run the other way.
0: Like, there's, I don't think you can have that conversation, no matter how mature the other person is.
1: No, no, definitely not.
0: So I would just say slowly fade away. And, like, you know what? I feel like now, especially, a lot of people understand that, like, people get busy, maybe they text back less and less. Like, I think that you can just, yeah. <laughs> slowly cut off communication.
1: Yeah, I think, like, don't feel bad um, if that person isn't benefiting you. Yeah. Like, if it's, like, not helping your mental health or it's just making this, like, negative atmosphere when you do hang out with them or talk to them, like, just just stop talking to them, yeah. So they yeah. fade out or just cut them off.
0: <laughs> well, she did also say how to be civil or casual. So it doesn't mean, like, if they text you, you have to, like, never respond. Yeah. It just means, like, maybe you text them a bit less like you don't necessarily hang out with them but if you see them in public you're gonna say hi like maybe you answer like every yeah. few texts saying yeah I'm doing fine hope you're doing well like you know it doesn't have to be like never speak to them again like
1: you're just like an acquaintance and yeah it. I mean my ex-friend uh, like stalked me down my street so what? yeah she like like my street's really small and like How the did only I, not reason... know that? I don't know you hate me <laughs> trying to, trying to never contact me yeah. again. <laughs> um, but she was coming. She like was just driving down the street, like almost like back and forth with her friend. What? And me and uh, Matt were walking down the street, and she like dro- drove past, leaned her head out the window, and yelled something, but I didn't hear what it was. And it took me a minute to realize it was her. But there's no reason she had to be driving down my street. Like, my street is so small. So she was
0: literally just looking for you? Yeah. And Why just, did like, you mention this in the me. stalker
1: episode? <laughs> oh, my ex-friend's stalking me. Um, I mean, I haven't <laughs> seen her again. I think she was, like, briefly dating um, the guy across the street from me.
0: Oh. So maybe she's stalking him.
1: Maybe. She's stalking someone. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, I don't have any bad feelings toward her, but she just was very immature. So I feel yeah. like that's the case where doing it slowly wouldn't have ever worked anyways. Like, for her, it was had to, like, cut it curl tur- cold turkey. Her turkey. And never speak to her again.
0: <laughs> I think that's true, yeah. It really depends on the person. But, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Just telling everyone to talk to her again.
0: Oh, God. If she ever hears this, she's gonna know that it's her. 100%, yeah. And
1: I'm gonna get some uh... Like rude comment. I'm not, I don't have her anything anymore though. So what's she gonna do? That's true. Message me. I'll just ignore it. <laughs> I
0: don't care. I feel like that's what people don't understand. Like, um, I had someone like message me, and then someone was like, "Oh my god, like just block her." And I'm like, "Why? Like it takes two people to start shit. Like she can message me all she wants. Yeah. I'm just not gonna yeah. respond. Like I don't really
1: care. Exactly. If anything, it's like slightly entertaining. It's Is so that just funny. Me?
0: It's so funny. Two, it's so flattering because her and her best friend, trying to be passive aggressive, went and liked every single photo on my Instagram, and I'm like, all you did was give me more likes. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the thing, like, I don't hate the girl, so I'm not gonna block her. And like, like if she, I ever got a text that was like, I'm like on the road, like dying, and this was like the first number that popped up, don't know what happened. Like, I would help her, but like, I just you like...
0: just text back new phone who dis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm busy right now. <laughs> I don't like you very much, to be honest. Uh,
0: jeez. Imagine, imagine, like, you're her one text, but you had already blocked her number. (laughs) She's just on the
1: road. (laughs) My emergency contact blocked me.
0: (laughs) At the hospital, they just are dialing you over the (laughs) work.
1: I'm so sorry. No one will answer this number. Uh,
0: Ma'am, your emergency contact, we can't get through to her. Do
1: you have a backup, please? (laughs)
0: God, okay, well, that's what I say. I say if you're able to just kind of slowly back away, do it. If not, take Maddie's advice. Go cold yeah. cold turkey. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just cut her off. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and also I want to say, like, you shouldn't feel like you said. Like, you shouldn't feel guilty about, like, not wanting to be friends with someone that is, like, not... I don't, don't even want to say, like, not benefiting you, but that is, like, not someone that you want to be around. Like, you don't want to, like make it seem like it's a
1: chore to be friends with that person. Like, that's not fun for anyone. Yeah, no, not for the other person either. To be <laughs> yeah. like, well, I'm just friends with her because, like, I don't know how to cut her off. <laughs>
0: like, uh, she kind of just stuck around and there's nothing it, I could do about She just it. shows
1: up sometimes, so we just hang out a little, but <laughs> I kind of hate her guts.
0: Yeah, I think, like, you have to do what you have to do to surround yourself with the people that you want in your life, and that's totally okay.
1: Yeah, as an adult, that's, like, the thing that I've realized. Like, in oh, high yeah. school and everything, you have to just kind of, like manage with, deal with people, but, like, I
0: had like, you one, know. you were my one friend in high school.
1: Yeah, honestly, I didn't even do that in high school. Like, I'm saying, you have to manage and deal with people. I did not, but... <laughs> we didn't do like, it. No, I just ignored people when they talked to me.
0: Same. Like, I had, like, you and, like, maybe, like, a couple other friends that I would sit with at lunch and shit, but, like, aside from that, I ignored everyone.
1: Honestly, yeah. I had, like, you and, like, my brother's girlfriend and, like, her group of friends, but, like, if I could just not talk to anyone... That would be preferable, even now. (laughs) That's why I have such minimal friends now, because it's less work.
0: It is, honestly.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Anyways. Sweet. (laughs) Now that we've established we are very (laughs) antisocial, moving on. So, my daughter and I are very close, and I've met some of her ex-boyfriends. She's 23 and recently started seeing a man who's about my age. I don't have an issue with the age difference. Mm, You probably should. (laughs) But I'll be meeting him for the first time before they go on a trip. Cool. Cool. Oh, my God. Clearly, I can't talk to him the way I would talk to someone her age. I don't want to look like I'm treating her like a child because I very much respect her as an adult. But again, we're very close and always look out for each other's safety. Any advice would be appreciated.
1: Okay. I'm assuming this is coming from, like, a mom and not, like, a dad. Fucking mom of the year. A father <laughs> yeah. would never react like this. No, honestly. My best pal, my best pal is dating my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk to him anymore. Honestly. Yeah, I don't... It is hard because he, obviously you can't talk to him like a you would a twenty year old. Like you know, where you're trying to intimidate them. Like yeah. he's your age. Like you can't do that. Or even like, hey, how's school? It's, yeah. <laughs> so, how's the nine to five treating you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? How's your RSP? You saving for retirement early?
0: Like oh, that's so awkward. Like I don't know because. I, pr- I just don't think I could, like, ever do that. Like, I, I could, could never... never date
1: someone that's, like, the same age or near the same age as my parents. It'd be yeah. weird.
0: Like, I joke about, like, having a sugar daddy because I'm poor. But, like, the second an old man talks to me, I'm like, one. like,
1: get yeah. me out of
0: here. Like, I could never actually do it.
1: I think it's, like, of course, like, love whoever you want. And if that's, like, who you love, then, like, more power to you. But I think it's hard because, like, we can't fully relate because I can't picture myself dating someone that's Mm-mm. older than me. Just because I am so close with my parents as well, like, I would just find it kind of weird. Um, kind of. And also, like, I'm nowhere near in the same place that, like, a 40- or 50-year-old would be. Like, I feel like that would just be a weird fit because, like, I'm still in my 20s trying to learn, and they are, like, at the point where they...
0: <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you pedophile. <I'm>
0: a <laughs> I have literally crabbed dinner, like, three out of seven nights of the week.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Same. I have, like, hot dogs in my fridge and some Kraft dinner, Love a bag that. of milk, and that's, like, all I have in there.
0: <laughs> so, I mean... Okay, but you know what? I think we're going too far into the daughter's relationship. We need to think about how, <laughs> how the mom, how she can navigate yeah. this. Because that is, like, really tricky. Like, it's awkward because, obviously, you're going to talk to him like he's a colleague, someone around you, and then you're going to talk to your daughter like she's your child. So, that I understand, like, why that's tricky.
1: Yeah, I think it's important to, like, you know, think of the fact that she said she has respect for her daughter, of course, and maybe just use that and and talk to your daughter before and say, like, look, this is a new situation for me. Like, I want to know, like, how you think the best way for me to handle this is. You know, like, of course, you have to just talk to him with respect and, like, it's going to be a new situation and it'll probably be awkward the first time you meet him um, because it is a new situation. And I'm sure it's... A little awkward for them as well like obviously it's a new situation for your daughter too if she's never dated anyone that age um so I think you've got guys all have to work on it together and handle it together as a new situation
0: and I will say you're already doing a really great job by like accepting your daughter's like choices as her own and like like you said you respect her as an adult um yeah, she's 23, she is an adult, but a lot of parents, like, still at that stage, like, don't see their child as an adult. So I feel like you're already doing way better than, like, 90% of the population. So I think it's great. I mean, it sounds like you already speak to your daughter like she's an adult, because that's how you see her. So I don't really think that you'll have to do much for when the boyfriend's around. Like, I think it's just going to be trying to include him in conversation the same way that you would anyone else.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's pretty amazing that nowhere in the question is it, like, my daughter's dating this guy. I'm like, I totally don't agree with it. How do I break them up? Yeah. (laughs) How do I end my daughter's relationship? Um, Instead, it's more just like, how to, for you to respectfully handle it. And I think, yeah, the fact that you're coming into it, thinking like that means, it'll it'll probably be okay. Like, just communicate with him, how you communicate with everyone else around your age, right? Like, you know how to talk to people, so just do it that way. And like I said, maybe talk to your daughter a bit before, and let her know that you don't mean anything by by what you're saying to them or anything I don't know maybe preface to her like oh if I have a slip up like I'm so sorry I'm trying my best like I don't mean to offend like I have respect for you and your boyfriend And
0: yeah and you can ask your daughter like if they've been dating for a while already like you can say like oh what is he into like what can I talk to him about like the same way that you would if she was bringing any boyfriend home
1: yeah yeah just have an interest in, in him just because he's an adult doesn't mean that you can't treat it the same way just mm-hmm. try not to scare him off as you would with a 20 year old maybe <laughs> I mean, even then, if she was dating a 25-year-old, like, you can't, it's not like they're 16 and you're dealing with it that way. Yeah,
0: like, she's 23, so yeah. she's old enough to make her own decisions, and it, honestly, kudos to you for supporting her in doing that. Yeah. Sweet. All right. that's a pretty quick question. Yeah, I don't have much to say about that. I'm trying to be non-judgmental.
1: I'm <laughs> <laughs> working on it. <laughs> okay. Um, last question. Um, I have a Red Hot Chili Peppers tattoo and I'm not sure what to do with it, considering the singer's history. I found out maybe a year ago about Anthony being a creepy weirdo. I thought he was dating girls of legal age and I idolized him because I'm a young girl with daddy issues and I'd only ever dated older men. Now that people are talking about him, I feel weird about having it. Should I pay to have it removed? Um, is that the whole question? Yeah. Like, her only question is to have the tattoo removed.
0: I, I mean, I don't really know anything about the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I don't
1: know anything about him, like, being a creep. Me either. I also think it's weird that you're talking about him, me judging the person that wrote in the question. Um, As we do. Yeah, <laughs> him being a creep, but then talking about, I thought he dated girls of legal age, and I idolized him because I'm a young girl with daddy issues. Well, I've only ever dated older men. I'm so, like, you idolized how... him for dating younger people. But I think
0: that's the thing
1: you're judging him for. No,
0: I think what she's saying, like, maybe, like, we should have researched this beforehand, but, like, maybe she thought, like, oh, I thought he was dating, like, 18 plus, but Mm -hmm. maybe it turned out he was, like, dating girls that were younger than that. Okay.
1: So it's not like that he's just dating young people, it's that he's, like, possibly a pedophile I I don't want to say anything like that because I don't want to like say that he is if he isn't and I've never heard anything about that either but I also think a tattoo's a tattoo if you like his music and it meant something to you at that point so I don't think you need to remove the tattoo because the singer turns out to be a creep you know
0: honestly like just doing a quick google search there's nothing I have no knowledge to base this off of um but yeah I would just say like It's not about him as a person. It's about the music. Um, So I would say, like, you don't really need to rush to get it removed. I mean, it's funny, because, like, I have a lightning bolt on my ankle that I got because I love Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. And then, like, months ago, JK Rowling, like, starts tweeting all these, like, anti-trans stuff that I was, like, obviously, like, what the fuck. Um, But I wasn't, like, oh, now I need to have my Harry Potter tattoo removed. Like, one, it's pretty general. Like, it could just be a lightning bolt. Like, no one would really, like, necessarily... Associated with Harry Potter, unless they knew, yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't support the statements that J.K. Rowling was making, but like for me, like it's not about her; it's about like I love Harry Potter, like, I love yeah. the story, like I grew up on that, right? Like I have a lot of good memories associated with it. So, I mean, it's funny. Like when my uncle saw it, he's like, "Oh, like is it actually Harry Potter?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and he's like, well, <laughs> Like what about like when you grow up? Like my buddy has a tattoo of the slime machine from Ghostbusters on his arm, and like he regrets that now. And I'm like, to be fair, a little outline of a lightning bolt's not exactly the same thing.
1: (laughs) But also, I feel like a tattoo is it's just a tattoo. If it meant something to you at that time, you can just embrace it. Slime machine sounds pretty cool.
0: (laughs) I would say if it makes you like very uncomfortable. That's one thing, but if you're only like debating or moving it because you're worried about what other people will think, like that's a whole other story. Like for me, uh, I have a lot of tattoos that mean nothing. So.
1: Yeah. And yeah, like you having your Harry Potter tattoo means that Harry Potter meant a lot to you, you loved it or love it, but that doesn't mean, like, I got this tattoo because I support that J.K. Rowling's a transphobic lady.
0: Absolutely not. I was, like, appalled to see what she was writing, but I wasn't like, I need to erase my tattoo because it's not about her.
1: No, exactly. It's about, like, the work that they did, and I think it's the same. Like, he might be a terrible person, we don't know, but, like, his music meant something to you and you loved it, and, like, him doing that terrible stuff doesn't mean that that music meant any less to you or was as amazing you know like it doesn't make the work not good Mm -hmm. Um, I think you're fine
0: I think if you like it then keep it and don't worry about what other people think yeah exactly
1: just a reason and yeah if you don't like it then maybe do like a cover-up or get tattoo removal but I hear that's more painful and a lot of money and a lot of work
0: I'm gonna like do a deep dive into red hot chili peppers now because like (laughs) one I totally forgot they even existed (laughs) And two, I need to know what's up with Anthony.
1: <laughs> she just starts another podcast that's just all about <laughs> deep dive into Red Hot Chili Peppers.
0: <laughs> yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers Exposed.
1: <laughs> yeah. I really don't think that it's anything you need to remove the tattoo for.
0: I don't think so either. I think, like, people probably judge me for some of the tattoos that I have, and I just don't really give a shit, because I don't get them for other people. I get them for myself. Exactly. So. And, like,
1: I, like, sometimes, now we're just going on, to about tattoos, but, um, I have tattoos that like maybe now I'm like, uh, like didn't like it as much as I did at the moment, but I still think that it represents a time in my life or a time that I loved it that I don't think I'm going to regret it. And I my rule of thumb is don't get anything offensive. So I feel like yeah. <laughs> we're good.
0: Yeah. I mean, I definitely have like some random tattoos. Some of them have meaning. Some of them I just got because I like them and I wanted to have it. And on another like kind of, musical, I guess not. <laughs> musical not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Oh, such God. A bad
0: <laughs> um Like, I have wanted, for the longest time, a tattoo for the 1975, because, like, they're my favorite band of all time. Their lyrics are incredible. Love Maddie Healy. And if I do decide to do it, which I probably will, let's be honest, I'm pretty impulsive with
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of my tattoos,
0: Um, like... That's fine. Like, I'm probably going to do it. And if something comes out 10 years from now, that, oh, that's not exactly the best. Yeah. I wouldn't immediately reach to have it, like.
1: No. Well, because, like, when you got it, those songs meant a lot to you and they helped you through things. Like, a lot of people, music helps you through times, right? Oh, 100%. That doesn't, like, get rid of the fact that that helped you through it and that meant a lot to you.
0: Don't let the worry about other people's reactions stop you from, like, doing what you want to do. Yeah. So Love that. if you like it and you are comfortable keeping it, then do it. If it's something, like I said, that makes you very uncomfortable to look at, um, then you can like think about removing it some more, but yeah, that's my advice.
1: Yeah, I agree. I second that.
0: All right. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, just a reminder, if you have any questions, you can, um, email them to, we don't know them podcast at gmail.com. You can also DM them to us on Instagram at, we don't know them podcast. Uh, we have Twitter, I mess it up every time with our Twitter uh, at
1: WDKT podcast. Why
0: can I not remember that?
1: I don't know. Every time I have to be like very slow and say <laughs> that one is very difficult. We didn't do a great job with that handle, but you know what? We did what we could. I don't think we could do the full one. So yeah, I think we had to work with what, yeah. um, and then also if you go onto Apple podcasts and leave us, um, a five-star review, please. Um, and if you give us like a review, um, we will shout you out in the next episode. Yeah, so
0: thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.